0: It's Friday night, yeah, the moon is right, we're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, D-G-I-L.
1: Welcome to week number 221 of the Two Guys in a Friday's podcast. My name is Steven, that over there is Travis. Ho, 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 Steve. Did I ever tell you some guy said we should write a book about this podcast? <laughs> no. I told him, no, there's not a chance I'm writing a book. And he's like, you should really do it. He's, a book about what i don't know this guy was actually like a screenwriter for tv he's got like legit credits and stuff and i was telling him about the podcast and he's like when you're done you should really write a book about the whole experience
0: well we're not done let's see how we feel in five years
1: <laughs> who's gonna write it i don't write uh, i don't write i don't even read
0: that's true i mean i read but I, i'm not a writer so gotta get a ghostwriter uh, who's a good ghostwriter they're writer gonna take can we get the ghostwriter who ghost right like writes like all the WWE books? You think it's the same guy? Does all, I mean, I'm sure they use I'm sure they use the same people for yeah. sure. Yeah, let's get that guy. They all go to like they're all like best t- New York Times bestsellers. This is like a 20 minute conversation I had with this guy, too. How much money do we have to give the ghostwriter?
1: Mm. Like what
0: percentage of the, what of do you the- think? 20%? I was thinking more, man, because they're writing; the, they're doing all the work.
1: Yeah, but we're the, we're the reason why people are reading the book, not the ghostwriter. All right, you can have twenty percent. We'll split the other eighty. All right, twenty to him. Well, we have to we have to pay publishers.
0: And they pay us.
1: I don't think that's how it works.
0: We'll just put it on Amazon. I think you can do that for free.
1: All right, get that done for free. So then we'll make like six dollars or something.
0: There you go. Done.
1: Plan. We're Perfect. Book. Thank you for joining us. We are pre-order at on Amazon now podcast you can uh get who's reading it we got to get someone to re- read the audio version Keith, no uh, the audio version yeah yeah
0: it's just gonna be maybe us? we get brook these maybe we get Brooke these to do it she can do the
1: intro okay we got her for the intro that makes sense um i think we i think we we read our own book okay i mean you just told me you can't read so i don't know no i can i can re- we'll see what happens Uh, this is what we do on this show not all that what we do is we watch TGIF we watch it 30 years after it airs because that's just
0: find out more read our book thanks everybody have a good week see ya
1: Um, this week we've got four new episodes and for some reason it's already Christmas in TGIF land
0: yeah weird I don't
1: know what that's about
0: but hey whatever are we we really watching everything in the right order I got real
1: confused
0: yeah there's a whole nother week next week of I don't know I guess why didn't they do it next week Maybe Hanukkah episodes. I don't know.
1: Anyways, we've got four of those to talk about. But before we do that, thank you, Danny, for the theme song this week. Thanks, Danny. TGIFcast at gmail.com. That's the email address if you want to send in your er, very own version of the theme song. Or if you want to send anything, you can do it that way. Or make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFcast. You can get to us that way. You can send us stuff. We can connect. Um,
0: yeah. Send us little blurbs of like... like This book inspired me. Like, we'll put them in the jacket cover of the book. Like, little, little, like, best book I've ever read about a podcast. Oh, you want blurbs before the book's even done. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. You gotta just, you
1: just, yeah. I was thinking, like, love listening to the show every week. Can't wait to read the book. But we need people. No, no, no. We need people that have read the book before the book comes out. This book
0: changed my life.
1: There's no way. Does that, has that
0: guy ever listened to our podcast no I mean at that point in time
1: no, but uh well, he said well, he was going to after that maybe that'll change his opinion yeah probably he he compared it to some other podcast show that did a book and he's like you guys could definitely do that Mark Marin? no some like some like TV watch type uh podcast well where he watched I don't I don't really care
0: um I'm not writing a book okay no book. All all right. When did canceled. these episode air back in ninety three? All pre orders have been canceled. Uh December Friday night, December tenth, nineteen ninety three. Would you like to see what was going on in the world thirty years ago that week? I got three stories for you. December seventh,
1: Robert Goulet got some prostate cancer surgery done.
0: Okay. Good to know. Note it. Historical in the historical record. I just like this photo of Goulet on this page, but uh yeah, he did. December
1: eighth. This is the fourth annual Billboard Music Awards. We got a lot of winners to go over. And a lot of them, uh, a few of them, I think, have been mentioned on TGIF.
0: Mm, None of them? maybe. I don't know. Have they talked about Whitney Houston at all?
1: I like to say they have, but maybe they haven't. I feel like Uh, Vanessa
0: Williams has been mentioned, right? Big winners
1: this year. Top artist, Garth Brooks. And these are based on charts, right? These aren't
0: voted on. I guess obviously that was kind of lame. Like, why well, have an award show about people who you already know are going to win?
1: But yeah, people like award shows. I mean, that's pretty much that's it. True, they do. Uh, top rock song with the plush Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, Doctor Dre, top R and B artist somehow. Uh, yeah, I wish we had like performers and stuff, but we don't. Oh, Aerosmith. Yeah, I mean, it might have been on a T shirt or mentioned at some point. Top rock artist. Will, you say Will Smith? No, Aerosmith. They did. Someone went to Aerosmith, an Aerosmith concert. Aerosmith. Who was it? Was it Boy Meets World
0: family? It was... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Boy Meets World. Um, And it was... Well, we do know that it was... It was hosted by Phil Collins. Has he been mentioned on TGIF? I don't know. No, I don't think
1: so. Uh, One more story I got for you. Okay. This might be more important to you. It might not be. Maybe. December 10th. It's a big day in video game history. Because the game Doom was uploaded to the internet for people to play.
0: I, I probably played Doom a couple times back in the day on my, on my old computer. It was a groundbreaking I was more of a, game. It I changed. was more of a Wolfenstein guy back in that, yeah, back in that era. They're kind of the same game. They're very, very similar.
1: I was more of a Wolfenstein guy. What did this story actually say about being uploaded? It says, Doom pioneering first-person shooter video game is uploaded onto the internet by ID software what was pioneering about doom it was the first person it was like the the first good big first-person shooter wasn't it I mean I would say Wolfenstein 3d did that come out before this yeah did that have blood yeah I don't know doom I feel like gets more recognition for some reason I don't know That's all I got for news. What about movies and music? What was number one this week?
0: No changes. So um, Mrs. Doubtfire, second week, last week. I think I'm I'm ready to
1: to try my uh, Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire impression. I've never, this has never come out of my mouth ever before. Do it. It can only be so bad. Yeah, go ahead.
0: It's
1: like uh, when the pie is in the face or something, I think. What I I you like got really far away? I couldn't bear. I hear had you. to because I was gonna kind of scream into the microphone.
0: <laughs>
1: no, that's from
0: the movie. <laughs> no, I can't hear anything. I'm probably it's probably you still awesome, can't hear me. Though. It's perfect. No, you're like <laughs> way far back. <laughs> 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 I don't know that? what you're doing. Like if you're covering up your mic when you do that, like you're. I'm your probably too mic. loud. That's probably the problem. You think it's just cutting it? It's just, it's just maybe. I don't know. That sounds great, Steve. Good job. I I, I feel
1: that. good about it. That's never come out of me before. And that might I'm not even be... Sh- that. That There's a chance that that's not even from Mrs. Doubtfire, but I think it is.
0: Well, I'm glad you shared that with us. Yeah. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: So second week in its initial number one run, uh, we'll have a new movie next week. And then Song, this is the last week of I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. By the incomparable meatloaf. Love a new song next week. We did determine he passed away f- fairly recently, right? Yeah, definitely. Like last like two or three years, maybe? Uh 2022. Last year.
1: Last year. Rest in peace, meatloaf. Rest in peace,
0: meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf. Club. Good right now, though. Meatloaf? Like a big slice. The gotta be good. Meatloaf, you can make bad meatloaf can be bad. If it's gotta not dry,
1: good. it's usually good. That's true. That's true. Is it episode time? No birthday time. You got any? No birthdays. It's episode time. We're starting off at eight o'clock. It's Family Matters, season five, episode eleven. Christmas is where the heart is. It starts off. We got a little Richie. We got to throw him in the episode. He's wrapping some presents like a maniac, though. He's got like a whole like a roll of tape, he and he's just like wrapping. And it's he, someone needs to train this guy. And uh, as we learn later in the episode, Carl's he's, not he's doing to just do
0: it. Well, yeah, Carl doesn't know how to do anything.
1: Uh, Eddie walks in. He's got a present for Laura. And this is where Richie's little game comes into play. So he needs a place, Eddie, to hide this gift. And Richie says, you better not hide it where Laura hid yours. And he's like, you know where Laura hid my present? And he's like, sure do. And then he bribes him two bucks. And he says, it's wherever it is. It's in the closet hiding under the shirt box or something. Thanks, little Richie. He goes off, tries to snoop his present from Laura. Then... Laura comes in with a present for her dad. And Richie pulls the exact same thing, getting two bucks from Laura. Laura finding out where that present is. Richie's like, boy, business is booming this year. I wish I had a bigger family. And he's counting his dollars.
0: That line, I don't think that there's a single line that encapsulates the, the this season of, of Family Matters better than I wish I had a bigger family. And it's like, oh, poor, poor Richie. You used to have a mom and you used you used to have another cousin. You did used to have a bigger family. And I know you miss, I know you miss that. You used to have family. a grandmother that lived here. Right. I started that line. I was like, oh, I know they wrote that for, for, for all the, all the fallen, all the, all the missing family members in that family.
1: Rest in peace, Meatloaf.
0: Oh, why Meatloaf wasn't in the family?
1: Rest, no one's dead. Is that old guy still alive? Stella's husband?
0: Yeah, like for, a, for
1: another season maybe. I don't know how
0: much longer, but he's, he's definitely still around. I think they, they're going about to change the actor on us, but he's still around. Theme
1: song, we come back. Uh we get a good look of all the decorations in the uh Winslow house. It, it it's really done it up beautifully. We get a nice pan shot of everything. Then we go to see Harriet's wrapping some presents now. Carl gets home and he is a grump. Something happened at work today. He, yeah, he's in a straight up bad mood. Find out someone's house got robbed. Um And then someone's house got robbed and this guy comes into the, to the police station, right?
0: No, 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 no. You're getting a little little bit wrong. So this guy comes into the police station and says his house got robbed. No, Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 The guy comes into the police station saying his house got robbed. You made it sound like
1: somebody else's house got
0: got robbed. robbed And then this guy comes into the police station to set up this story. So this dude comes into the police station. He's
1: like, Hey, my house got robbed. And, uh, He's like, yeah, I lost my job, and these were all the they took all the Christmas presents for my kids, and it's just like this giant sob story. And uh, Carl, I think, ends up giving him some money, right? Well, they like they take up a collection at the at the station, yeah, Yeah, big deal. A few few people chip in. Everyone feels bad for this guy. All this stuff's happening right at Christmas, and then Carl finds out later in the day the whole thing was a con. This guy, nothing happened to him. He's just reloading off the police station just definitely he does this he just goes like city to city and and does this and this is set Carl in the worst mood possible and he says Christmas brings out the worst in people go to Steve Steve now rapping so we've gotten pretty much this whole family rapping gifts at this point Steve's in the kitchen for some reason not rapping in his house he's rapping in the uh, Winslow kitchen Carl goes in there um, he's got his gift for Harriet that he needs to rap, and it's like this, uh, like a crystal music box, right?
0: Right, right, right.
1: Urkel, rapping pro. He has gone through some lessons. I mean, perfect. Yeah. Someone has taught him how to do this, or he's just using scientific knowledge of folds and origaminess, and they're beautiful. Carl.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a Carl. I'm a bad rapper. Carl, just as bad as Richie, rapping presents. He has taken First, like the worst. top. Richie's, Richie knows has a little bit of, has a little bit of skill here, but no, Richie is. I don't know. I don't know who's worse. They're both really bad,
1: but uh, Carl or Steve offers to rap Carl's gifts for him. That's the important part. And Carl's like, sure, you can do it, but be very careful. This crystal music box is real expensive. Who knows what will happen to it? don't, don't know. break it so carl steve starts rapping carl's like admiring all of steve's work picking up some of the other gifts that he wrapped and he picks up this real heavy gift for eddie which then falls out of the top of the box it is a 10 pound dumbbell crashing on this crystal music box so really it's
0: i'd destroyed. say it's carl's fault right I I would just say it's an accident. I mean, he didn't know that it was going to fall out the bottom, and it wasn't meant to fall out the bottom. I would just call this, scratch this one up to an accident. I think it fell
1: at the top. I think, like, Steve, like, made, like, a lid that you, like, lift up on it or something, and, like, he just had turned it, and it rolled out kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's an accident. He didn't mean
1: to do it. Definitely didn't mean to do it. Um, it Still could be his fault. Uh, So, they're like, what are we going to do? Carl is speechless. Doesn't know what to say. He looks like he could cry at any second. And Steve says, we got to get on the train. we got to go find a new gift. Yes. So that's what that's they what do. That's what we do. Next scene. We're on a train. And I was like,
0: this is the episode that I remember as the like penultimate holiday episode from Family Matters. Oh, you remember ah. this one pretty clearly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I
1: don't, but I like this set with the train. The whole pretty much... Half of this episode happens on the train. Half of that happens on the Winslow yep. House. We're on this train now. Steve, of course, is super cheery. He's so excited. Is this Christmas Eve right now? I think it, it is. is, right? It is.
0: They do, yeah. It is Christmas Eve.
1: It's Christmas Eve, and everyone else on the train is in a bad mood. There's some guy dressed as Santa. There's some old lady. Like, everyone's in a bad mood. Um, Some drunk guy, like, walking around drinking. Some guy carrying a Christmas tree.
0: Well, Santa's also just, like drinking Santa's
1: drinking and I mean they're all making fun of Steve telling him not to be so cheery and we find out
0: yeah Steve's just trying to have a good time
1: find out at this point too this is on the way back from shopping they've already gone they've already bought the gift for Harriet they're heading back home Carl is still miserable he says this could not get any worse Steve and at that second we hear a screech on the train the lights go out a train breaks down and the announcement comes over the speaker. There's a power outage.
0: Yeah, I didn't know and that happened happen re- on
1: trains, but I guess it can.
0: Oh, it can! It definitely can. I've definitely been on subways in New York where it's happened. Mm. um And not just a power outage, but it's going to be a few hours. Yeah, that's what
1: we hear from the next announcement. We've got a great, we've got a big announcement. The train is going to be up and rolling in just a few. Hours and everyone is upset. Once again, they think they're getting off; they're not. Steve uh, is trying to talk Carl into having some fun. Everyone's still super grumpy on this train, getting annoyed by Steve. Steve is trying to spread the cheer. He goes and talks back to Santa. He talks back to this old lady, and at this point, this old lady gives us our diss of the week.
0: Play a game. No. no! you lead us all in a rousing game of Simon Says.
1: Sit down or I'll
0: give you a face full of pepper gas. You're out already. You didn't say Simon Says. Simon Says go suck an egg. So she's got an. Listen, I'm on. glad you found one. I, I didn't know where you're. There's a lot this week over the four episodes. So you you had your job cut out for you. I went for a non-main character. It was my goal. You're like state. the first one that comes in. I'm <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Um, he
1: he goes over to some lady who he thinks is pregnant and calls her pregnant, and she's not pregnant, which is always a good thing to do. Right, and right then right. he tries to lead a sing along of the Twelve Days of Christmas. He goes around the train, gives everyone their number and their role, and he thinks that everyone's going to join in. But we know that's not happening. People are throwing stuff at Steve. No one wants to do it. They just want this train to get home. They want to get back home and
0: they want this miserable experience over with. Yeah, they're everyone on this train. Just, I'd be I don't I, I was thinking this entire time. It's like, where would I be? In this? you'd be quiet and you wouldn't be saying anything. You'd just be sitting in your seat. You're probably you're probably 100 percent right. You're absolutely. But what if like Steve came up and was like, you're, all right, you're you're, you're five Steve. golden rings. Yeah, I wouldn't be five golden rings. I'd be like, look, man, I'll participate maybe. It's the only one I would you, want to be is five golden rings. You got to give me something besides five golden rings. It's the best one. I mean, Twelve lords because leaping.
1: Uh, I want minimal, oh, minimal yeah. participation. Twelve, you only have to do it one time. Five, you have yeah. to do it however, whatever. You
0: and know. you don't have to just do it like every single time, but you've got to also do it like with gusto, like we see in the episode. Yeah, so we go back to the house
1: to check in. Estelle is uh, reading what, like a Christmas carol or something, or Bible verses. It's the really it's
0: know. the it's the nativity. Yeah, she's reading some Bible stuff to the
1: kids. Harriet is worried, keeps looking out the window. Where's Carl? He should have been home a long time ago. They're like, don't worry, Dad's safe. He's with Steve. And then they're like, uh oh, that's not a good idea. But uh, yeah. well, yeah, everyone just wants Carl home safe at this point. Yeah, yeah. Back to the train, Steve. Still singing, singing alone, um, minus the five
0: golden ring guy. He's the only one that's singing. So when he gets to five, this guy goes for it. He, that's what I mean. Like this guy, he's he's pretty much a drunk dude on the train, just asleep. And when he gets to five, he moves his hat up. Or Steve, I guess, took his hat off. Five golden rings. That was good. That was pretty much exactly what it sounded like. Uh, people are
1: threatening to beat up Steve now. They're th- still throwing stuff at him. Carl stands up, yells at Steve. He's like, Steve, you need to sit down. You need to be quiet. No one wants any
0: of this right now. Steve, of course. Looks. Well, the reason he says that is because a guy comes up to Carl and is like, look, this guy, he's your responsibility. And he is, I'm about to thro- like, throw down with him. So you better get him under check. I thought Carl was going to be a little bit cooler and be like, shut up, dude. Like, leave him alone. And, but Carl's like, flash no, right. Gun at him or something just do right exactly like flash badge and like you know like a gun but um look dude no carl was like shut up steve nobody wants this go home
1: yeah so steve's all bummed probably some sad music here if i remember right and then people are just they're just not happy it's christmas eve and uh steve tries one last time to stand up talk to the people of the train once again goes and he like walks and around talking to individuals like out loud though so everyone can hear him and like what are you most excited for at christmas what are you going home to on christmas and like everyone's kind of like talking about their kids and stuff like that and like well he's like finding he's like oh who are all those gifts for and so he's like engaging oh, I see them i that what they in, have. Like, i see that engagement ring is this your first christmas together right why right. yes it is um but yeah people are starting to talk and they're they're cheering up a little bit and then that like homeless dude with the christmas tree walking through the uh train steve goes and like grabs the christmas tree from him sets it up this is our christmas tree we should all decorate it and then people just start putting trash all over it like literally they're pulling out candy wrappers from their pockets and like popcorn in the
0: best of the situation
1: i guess I mean I'm sure this guy's real thankful that people are putting trash all over his tree
0: I mean he put the tree there so people could put stuff on it
1: Steve did and everyone's in this it. guy didn't bring this
0: tree on a train for people to put trash all over it
1: I got he'll I, figure it I, I don't think i don't I don't, I don't
0: think he's I I don't think he's upset I think if you you might have a problem with it but I don't think anyone on the train is bothered or including the guy who who's who owns the tree so the tree is now
1: decorated with 27 pieces of trash. Everyone applauds. And then what do you know? The train turns back on. Electricity's back on. Carl says, Merry Christmas, Steve. Steve says, Merry Christmas, Carl. And then Carl leads the train on one last Christmas carol. And the entire train joins in. What a Christmas spirit. What a beautiful. Park the Herald Angels sing. Smiles everywhere. Christmas cheers back. The magic of Christmas. And that is the end of the episode. We do get a credit scene with Carl and Steve getting home, back to the Winslow house. The family is happy to see them. Everyone's happy. We find out Carl has invited Steve to stay the night because he doesn't really have parents that live next door anymore, I guess. He does. They just don't like him. And uh, Carl says, I need a family hug. And everyone goes over. Gives Carl a hug. Steve standing off to the side and Carl's like, get in here, Steve. You're part of this family, too. Steve runs over excitedly, jumps in that hug as close to Laura as so he can get. Power comes back on in the house because it's been off there, too. And then for some reason, they all go and start opening presents on Christmas Eve. And that's it's the a, a Christmas
0: that's- miracle. A lot of Christmas, uh, a lot of Christmas They might just be looking,
1: I don't know, I don't know, that, that's, I didn't like that end. Just the, like, part where they're just, they just go to the tree and start, like, shaking and looking at presents, like,
0: I don't know, it's weird to me. I mean, what do you, what do you want them to do? Sing a carol or something? They were, weren't they singing, like, also singing while they were doing, there was, there's a lot of singing this week. It's a whole lot of singing this week.
1: Uh, but yeah, that's Family Matters. That's your Christmas. I, I did take note of all these like Christmas names. I had a vote uh-huh. in my house of what was the best Christmas name for the episodes this week. They're not very good. What was this one again? Christmas is where the heart is. Okay. I mean, it's not the best, but... Step by step, they try to pick it up with their Christmas title, Christmas Story. Which, I mean, relates. Season 3, episode yeah. 11... Starts off. You gotta
0: shoot your
1: eye out. Who we got in this beginning of this? We got, uh... Dana and Mark making cookies in the kitchen. That's right. I was thinking we're watching Boy Meets World for some reason. We got Dana and Mark. They're in the cookie. They're in the kitchen making cookies. Cody pokes his head through the window and says, Hey dudes, I got a surprise for you. And, uh... He's like, come see this, uh... What I've done for the decorating contest that the city's putting on. I've decorated the van. And they go out back... And this thing is pretty magical.
0: This thing is amateur hour. Amateur hour. If you're from Richmond, Virginia, this is amateur hour. He's not only has the tree decorated in lights, he's got this might fly. This might fly in Port Washington, not
1: where we're from, but the whole backyard is decorated. I think it looks awesome. He's got snow falling from the sky, he's
0: got music.
1: He's got animatronics. I bet he's you can't got, even
0: tune in on your radio. I bet you got to go actually be there. Gotta get out of your car and listen. He's got a can't even tune it in indie
1: scene. He's got the three wise men, which we all know are Einstein, Lincoln, and Alex Trebek.
0: That's right. R.I.P. Alex Trebek and, and Einstein and Lincoln, but
1: most recently. Does he get any bonus points for those three wise men? That was pretty good. No, no. He
0: put paper faces on on mannequins. He put paper faces on a mannequin of Einstein that already had a face of Einstein. Look, this is this is a good effort. This is a good effort. I'm glad to see he's trying. Where we're from, Cody. Gets, Cody gets my vote. Amateur hour. I don't know anyone. He's not. He's he's barely making the tacky tacky light store. I don't know barely. anyone
1: with a snow machine
0: around here. You know. Well, I mean snow machines don't really do well in like big displays. They just kind of get lost on everything.
1: Theme song. We come back. Uh, Everyone is eating Sundays in the living room. They've made this like Sunday buffet on the living room table, coffee table. Like you got your chocolate and your nuts and your whipped cream and your cherries. It's all there.
0: Well, Carol is kind of using this as a, as a, as a a trap. They
1: realize it quickly. Carol's trying to put on a family meeting and the reasoning She's suggesting to put a, uh, a new spin on gift exchanges as she wants everyone to draw a name and just do one gift per person this year. And no one likes this idea.
0: You need adults to do that, not, not a bunch of kids. No one
1: likes it. They want tons of gifts. Um, Carol's like, fine, we won't do it. But how about we just put a price limit on it this year? And JT's like, fine, ten thousand dollars. Who's in favor? And all the kids are like, yep. All right. Carol's not getting anywhere with this. No, not at all. Uh, skip a fed ahead, probably a few hours. Well, it's got to be more than a few hours if they're buying gifts. Like, yeah, this is this is just later. Weeks, just probably another, like at least an, days. Yeah, another time. It's twelve one a.m. It is now officially Christmas. JT runs down to open presents. As uh, parents say, no, you know, the rules here. 6 a.m. is when we open presents. No earlier than that. Go back to bed. Uh, Carol then asks Frank, uh, did, did we get everything? Is everything ready to go? And he's like, yeah, let's set up that, uh, the train set for uh, Brendan. That's what he wanted for Christmas. And she's like, I didn't get the train set. You didn't get the train set. And he's like, oh no, I forgot to get it. I've been working for this toy shop, getting like some, right. their construction needs done for the last few weeks. I was supposed to get it on a discount, and I forgot to buy it.
0: Yeah. she She's like, because they're like, let's put it up around the tree. It can be this beautiful surprise. Frank does admit it's all on him, though, eventually. Good news is
1: uh, Frank does still have the keys to the toy store. So his plan is he's going to go to the toy store. He's going to go inside. He's going to take the train set. He's going to leave money. Everything will be fine. How, then, feel, how do you feel about that? that I'm, I'm that fine. With, I'm fine with it, honestly.
0: I, I do think that it it, 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 requi- it would require us to know, like, the relationship between him and the owner, but I agree. I think I don't I don't necessarily see a problem with what he what he's
1: doing here. Yeah, one of two things going on here. You either have a toy store that has cameras, and they're like, oh, it's just Frank. There's him leaving the money. No problem. Or you leave a note and say, hey, came and grabbed this train set, forgot to get it. Here's the money. No problem. Yeah, but also, if you know the guy, like, if you know the owner pretty well, yeah. if it's, you know, more,
0: and which it probably is a friendly relationship. I mean you're not like, calling hey. him at 12 1 a.m. though. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jeff. I you know, I needed to get a toy last night. I left just some money on the counter. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeff's like, no problem. Frank. All of this
1: could be handled in a note or a quick phone call in the morning.
0: Yep. Yeah. Carol also
1: realizes, uh, because Frank's like, all right, I'll go do that. While I'm doing that, you get everyone's stockings ready. And she's like, oh no, I forgot to buy all the stocking stuffers. So now Carol's going to the toy store, too. She's getting stocking stuffers. They're getting the train. Everything will be fine. No problem. We're now at this toy store. Um, They're grabbing the stuff they need. They got slime. They got a train set. And uh, as they're uh, over at the register, putting money into the register, cop comes by outside, and uh, he sees what's going on, and he thinks the store's being robbed. And yes, we will mention Don Knotts as the cop.
0: Don Knotts famously started with uh, with oh, my brain just went blank Andy with Griffith. Carol. Oh, well, he was in An he episode? was in Three's Company Three's Company. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Summers. I mean, yes, there's also the the like clear Andy Griffith show references with him being a bumbling cop and his name that which we'll mention in a minute. But um the, the, the i think the more the more barney poignant, fife from andy griffith well but the more poignant relationship here is between the him Reese and company Susan and okay yeah uh
1: i didn't watch three's company growing up i i've never watched it either but i still know that so this cop comes by thinks they're robbing the store comes in he's like that's it you guys are going to jail <laughs> doesn't even let them explain
0: no no well he's convinced they're robbing the store he doesn't yeah. care what they have to say
1: and, uh, oh yeah, and Frank does, did grab like a cap gun and tug it in the front of his pants. And the guy thinks it's a real gun. Yeah. 6 a.m. now. We're back at the house. Kids are running downstairs. They don't care where their parents are. They start attacking these things like it is savages.
0: A frenzy. It is like you threw a bucket of chum into a just like Go get it. a pool full of sharks. And they are just ravaging through.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Mark is the first one to realize where's the parents at in here, but that uh, doesn't last. But no long one cares. Years. Yeah, yeah, no one cares. They continue and they're just shredding through these things. Uh, yeah. While this is going on, before they finish, we go back and check in at the jail. Frank and Carol, they're in the cell. They want out.
0: De- and this is what we also find out. Deputy the, Fief. The, the, he's like, well. So is it, is it, uh, officer Fife? He's like, no, it's Fife. It'd be, if it was Fife, it'd be F-I-E-F. It's It's, F-E-I-F. So instead of Barney Fife, it's, you know,
1: Fife. Yeah. So deputy Fife is not letting him out of jail. He's like, you guys got to stay in there and let me, uh, let me, let me start putting you guys in the system though. So gets over to his computer and, very slowly starts uh typing in the info for uh Carol and uh Frank. And it's literally like one letter every five to ten yeah. seconds. Like C He's a, He's a a kind of guy. Uh, R. It's real slow for sure. Yes. So they're getting frustrated with that. Um
0: Go back, check in with the kids again. They're still opening presents. We also find out real care. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back in the house now. Sorry. They've cut back and forth so many times. It's real quick. Day. It's
1: just like showing them opening presents and then right back to the cell. Yeah. So
0: and decide- this is where we find out that he's decided to go ahead and charge them with armed robbery. Yeah. I mean, and part of this has to do. Uh, Frank's got a background, apparently. Well, yeah. Well, he charged him with armed robbery and then he's like, yeah, is there any prior arrest I should know about? And everyone's like, no, no. And then turns out. Frank does have a little bit of a history.
1: 1975, fishing without a license and attempting to flee the scene.
0: Frank's like, I was in a canoe. It was floating away.
1: So this is a big trouble for them. Yeah. Back to the house. Kids are done opening presents at this time. And Brennan's a little sad that he didn't get his
0: train set. <laughs> they're just buried in paper and boxes. I mean, they're like under the, a massive pile of... of you know, opened presents. Yeah, I am a, uh, a
1: garbage bag loader when presents are being opened, no matter where I am. If I'm uh, at my house, my daughter's opening presents, or I'm at my grandmother's house and everyone's opening presents, I am the one that goes into that kitchen, has a garbage bag ready to go, and if a present is opened, that wrapping paper is put directly into that bag. For you, man. <laughs> um. So they're done opening presents. Cody comes in. He's ready to open presents, but everyone's already done it. And they're like, oh man, you guys, where are your parents? You couldn't even wait for them. That's the true spirit of Christmas when everyone gets to see each other opening presents. So Cody's bummed. Cody's Cody's always the voice of reason. Can't believe you guys did this without your parents. Um, and then tells them, yeah, like what I said, Christmas is more about opening presents. Uh, you've now taken the joy away from your parents. And then the phone rings. They can't find the phone because it's under all these piles of piles of wrapping paper. Eventually they do find it. Cody answers it. And Frank tells Cody that they're in jail. And they need to get bailed out.
0: Yep. And they find out that they cannot get bailed out for at least another day. Because the judge is out for the holidays.
1: Yep. So Dep- Deputy fief not letting them out. Um, tells Cody to tell the kids that they're sorry. That they can't be there. And Carol is getting real mad at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, She freaks out. We what? She freaks out. Yeah. Um, We skip ahead a little bit. Probably after a commercial break, we come back. They're still in jail. Frank is apologizing to Carol. And then we hear some singing. We got to throw some singing in this episode. And what do you know? It's all of the Foster Lambert kids. They're coming in. They're coming to visit their parents on Christmas. They brought presents, and uh, the kids just feel bad. They feel bad for being greedy and ripping these presents open and not, not wondering where their parents are. And they have realized the most important thing about Christmas is spending it with your family
0: yeah and carol starts to kind of butter up fief a little bit kind of give him some yeah fief starts crying christmas cheer and yeah he eventually lets them out so they can all celebrate party together yeah
1: with some fried chicken i don't know where they they got that chicken from
0: i mean fried chicken is a common christmas dish in some parts of the world is it oh yeah have you ever heard like the I'd be so okay with
1: fried chicken on Christmas.
0: you never heard of the, like, evidently in China, it's become, it's like a huge tradition where on Christmas, they go like specifically KFC, like they get KFC chicken for their ho- For This Christmas is like dinner. just China or like parts of Asia or? That's my understanding. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've, I've read a couple articles about it that came out, I think last year. They were pretty memey though. So like, I don't know how much of that is, true, is, you know, fabricated, but my understanding, they seem legit. And it seems like the idea is that, it's just been kind of accepted as like Christmas is kind of more of a American holiday and KFC is clearly a, you know, American staple. So, hmm. um, that's my understanding. Like I said, you know, the internet is the internet. So yeah. Uh, that's the I end of the episode. Way. We do get a
1: credit scene though with uh, deputy Fief. He's at the, uh, he's at the house with everyone celebrating Christmas. And, uh, is it his idea to sing another song? Someone wants It to.
0: is, he does. And by the way, just quick, quick, quick Google search says Japan, not not China. Oh, okay. So, um, so they all start singing Silent Night
1: while Feef lays his head on Carol's boobs.
0: He like falls asleep on her shoulder.
1: Boobs. Straight boobs. Not even close to shoulder. Sure. Falls asleep. <clears throat> he knows what he's doing. She wakes up, kisses him on the cheek, and that's the end of the episode.
0: That's it. And I guess that's more of like a... What call out to their past that they've had? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're friends. And he's, he's old and gonna die soon. So, yeah, he's like, she's like, this creepy old man, what can I do?
1: Boy Meets World, season one, episode 10. Oh, that last one. So, we've had now, let's see, Christmas is where the heart is, Christmas story. And now we have Santa's little helper. That's the name of this Boy Meets World episode. It's season one, episode 10. It starts off in class Feeny is reading a Christmas carol to the class Corey and Sean not paying attention everyone else not seems to be all. paying attention though
0: yeah I was surprised that that was this was, wasn't more of a thing than it, it ends up being but yeah but this is
1: pretty much Corey Topanga you guys change seats uh, or he says like switch places and then she tries to go like m- like mentally switching places with them it's kind of weird but uh, yeah, she's, she's weird I, I am
0: now in the body so. of a Twelve-year-old, um, I don't, I don't know what she calls them, like miscreant or whatever.
1: Yeah. So the whole thing is, Feeny wants Corey to change spots because he's not paying attention and he's not getting Dickens' message in this story. Right. Uh, what did I write that for? Mm.
0: Is it the quote that Corey says about what what the meaning of Christmas Carol is? Because it was a really good quote. You have it. I do. That's here. hear it. Because Peter's like, well, what is, what's, the, what's the moral of the story? And Corey's like, well, if you're a butthead and meet ghost, we'll take you to cool places.
1: It's true, right?
0: True. Uh,
1: we're in the cafeteria. Sean and Corey are comparing lunches. Uh, notably, Sean has brought his lunch. He usually always buys, but for some reason he's brought his lunch. Right. Kind of yeah. important. Um, they're talking about... Um, lunch when minkus comes over to try to join and minkus is talking about christmas you talking about the gift now at this point too
0: not quite yet not no. yet there's a little there's a conversation about you know the cor- minkus is trying to tell them that it's the thought that matters you know not not what the you know the the, the size of the gift because because evidently Corey and sean have this thing where they kind of go every day and assess the presence around the tree to see what they think that they've got how many they've got and they compare their numbers mm-hmm. and and Minkus is uh, telling him it's it's not that's not what's important. And you know, Topanga swings by and she's she's with Minkus that it's about you know the love and, and and family. I really wish
1: I remember why I I wrote I drew an arrow pointing to the word Minkus and then I wrote E H H H like eh eh, but
0: I don't know why. I don't either. Was there something? I mean, I'm sure you don't remember, but was there something like man. weird about him? The only thing that really stuck out to me at this scene is they've clearly gotten rid of the rest of the nerd lunch table and they are just like, yeah, throw Minkus and Topanga with Sean and Corey. It's this is it. We're starting. We're, this is where it begins. Yeah. So Sean and Corey, they're
1: they just pretty much shoo the two of them away. Get away from our table. We don't want you over here. Get away, nerds. And uh, <clears throat> then they start talking about gifts at this point too, and like. They're kind of like one-upping each other. Like Corey's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get this awesome basketball, and I get all these gifts." And Sean's like, "Well, yeah, well, I'm getting so many gifts this year. Like, they got to put a truck in front
0: of my house. It's gonna be
1: ridiculous
0: how many gifts." They're like, "Well, they're moving the sporting goods store just to my to my den, to my under the Christmas tree." And this
1: is when we also find out Minkus is trying to collect money for Feeney's gift. He needs five bucks for everyone. I think Sean's the last one. He hasn't paid yet. And Sean's like, "Yep." I don't have it right now. I'll get it to you, but I don't have it. I will
0: get it to you. What is, but he, what he tells him too, he's like, look, I just spent it on lunch. I don't have my, I don't have any more money. Um, I'll give it to you later. Runs off. And then Minkus is like, but he brought his lunch. Corey's like, yeah, he, he did. That's weird. Uh,
1: back at the, uh, at the house, Amy and Morgan are getting home. And we find out um pretty quickly because Morgan screams when uh, her dad mentions Santa and runs upstairs that while Morgan was sitting on Santa's lap, it appears he may have had a heart attack and Morgan thinks that she killed Santa.
0: Yeah. Fortunately we do. They do say that Santa did not die, but that's probably pretty traumatic either way.
1: Yeah. Uh, Eric comes down there. I think uh, the two parents talk about like what happened and then Eric comes down. He's, he's a little worried because Morgan like locked herself in the, uh, bathroom and is like singing made up songs about killing santa claus right right and then Corey gets home um runs right to the tree starts shaking gifts because he realizes there's some new gifts under there most of them are wool which he's not excited about but uh he's excited and he wants to run and call sean on the phone to tell him that he got more gifts
0: right and yeah and he's and and alan's like it's not a good idea chill dude there's, you know, don't don't over exaggerate. You know, you might not even want to call Sean. And Corey's like, no, this is what we do. He's getting a whole, whole truck full of stuff. He's like, I, you know, he's like, I think Sean might be might getting be less gifts than normal this Christmas. Yeah, because or if he even gets anything, his dad got laid off, right? And uh,
1: this is when Corey kind of realizes, oh man, Sean's been making up all this stuff. Like he's not gonna have a good Christmas, and starts to feel really bad, and he's like, "Dad, do you think I can give him one of our gifts?" And he's like, "Sure, Corey, that would be great." And he's like, "All right, I'll give him one of Eric's." <laughs> and Morgan's still upstairs singing, locked in the bathroom, and Eric's teasing her.
0: Well, so evidently, I read a little thing. This whole this whole Eric reaction, like Eric, uh, you know, piece right here, was ad lib. So, like. You know they. Well, what did he say? He's like Santa called and said like uh, you know everything's feeling uh, uh, and then he like fakes a heart attack in the hallway, um, and and wasn't unscripted. Amy. Amy oh. like the way that she reacts to him. Apparently that was all unscripted, and natural. Like he does that as a joke, and that was her reaction to be like like breaking the scene and breaking the character. But they were able to pull it back together the way that they did, so that they could keep filming, and so they kept the whole thing. Like the whole thing was was kept in the in the shot of, oh, that's that they cool. did. yeah that's fun if you go back and rewatch it you can kind of tell that like her reaction is kind of what you see in behind the scenes stuff when actors like make a joke and they kind of break the scene and you, can, you get a little bit more context knowing that i think
1: yeah so we probably get a commercial break here where we come back to uh sean coming over to Corey's house Corey has a, a box a gift for sean and it ends up being that basketball that Corey has been hyping up for so long that he really wanted he's now giving it to sean
0: I'm really surprised. I mean, out of like giving someone a gift is really, really nice, really thoughtful. But like giving him his number one gift, the gift. Yeah, that's the gift he wanted.
1: And uh, of course, Sean's like, why are you giving this to me? And takes a minute. Doesn't want to tell him immediately. But he's like, I found out. I know your dad. I know what happened. They got laid off. And Sean's like, yeah, well, I don't need your handouts. I don't need charity. Like he's like, I guess he's embarrassed, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. He's embarrassed. Of course. And uh, he's he just gets real upset that Corey is, I don't know if he's upset that Corey's doing this and trying to be nice or just more upset that he that he knows about it kind of thing. I think he's just reacting emotionally. And yeah.
0: I, I don't, yeah, I think that's all there is.
1: And as this whole thing is going on, we see that Feeney is in his backyard. He's listening to what's going on. He's watching what's going on. Sean, uh, I think, runs off upset. He leaves. He does. And then Corey and Feeney talk for a little bit. And uh, Feeney kind of explains that the importance of a gift is to giving it without any expectation. And what you were doing is you were like looking for like a thank you, I guess.
0: Yeah. They make a big deal about this. And this is kind of what the episode becomes about this, like, you know, giving without expectation. And I, I honestly didn't really get that from what Corey was doing. I think Corey was trying to genuinely be a good friend and, and like, yeah, I don't I think, think Corey was like upset because Sean didn't say, Oh, thank wasn't you. He was the thankful. best friend yeah. ever. Yeah, they make a big deal about this. And I just, I think it's, I think it's a little bit forced in the way that they're doing it. Yeah. But. It's just, and then that's what this whole conversation is about friendship and gifts and expectations.
1: So, yeah. from here, we go in the house. Morgan has finally let herself out of the bathroom. Um, they tell her that none of it was her fault. Uh, Santa's going to be fine. And then someone's at the door. Morgan goes and answers it and it's that elf from uh, from the uh, department store or wherever she went and saw Santa he is uh, he has now scared Morgan to run upstairs and he had come over to give Amy back her money since they didn't get a photo with Santa.
0: But he also does straight up blame, it, blame um. Oh yeah, she did not call her like a devil child or well, something. Well, so he, he called her a devil child and, and, and before he like, you know, at the whatever store or wherever they were and so when he shows up, Ad, Alan is like, Did you call my kid a demon child? He's like, Yeah, yeah she, she killed is. Santa. <laughs> Santa was perfectly fine. And then she sat on his lap and then he had a heart attack. She's a demon child. And like, he like sticks his ground. And Aaron, Ad, Alan like just shuts the door in his face. But Get he like does, mouth. he straight up blames Morgan for the heart attack.
1: Yeah. So after that scene, we go back to the school. Uh, we see Corey sitting at a lunch table. We see Sean come into the cafeteria and Sean goes and just sits at a table all by himself. Uh, Minkus comes in, bugs him once again for the uh, money. Um, what was Sean? Does Sean have an excuse here? Does he just say he doesn't have it? Or I think he just says, I uh, don't yeah, have it right now. Says, I'm going to get it for you or something. Like yeah, right,
0: right, right. Yep.
1: And then Sean leaves off upset and Corey hears what's go, or I think Corey. Hears well, what's go- Minkus, Minkus says
0: something. Him? Minkus says something to, to Sean that makes him really upset. He's like, you know, fine. Don't pay. I won't put your name on the card. Everyone's gonna know that you're a deadbeat. And me and Sean's like, fine. I'm a deadbeat. And then he then he runs off. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if Corey heard all this going on or if
1: Minkus goes over and he says did. Something. He like
0: kind of was walking up as as this ended and heard kind of the end of the conversation.
1: Yeah. And then Corey gives Minkus five bucks and he's like, Why are you doing this? And he's like, Um. Well, it was actually I owed Sean money and this is the money that I owed Sean. So make sure Sean's name's on the card. Here's Sean's five bucks, and uh, yeah, here you go. And Minkus calls him a deadbeat. Yeah, you're a deadbeat. Um, <clears throat> so the next scene is in the classroom, Feeney's class. Uh, Minkus is presenting the uh, sixth grade. It is sixth grade, right? Present to right. the uh, to Feeney. It is a new dictionary, which he is doesn't seem that thrilled about. But
0: uh, oh, I thought he, I thought I thought he had a perfectly. Happy, Feeney esque response. Like I mean, I think for Feeney that was happy. He
1: um, opens up the card. He's like, I I forget what it says, but it's like really well written by Minkus. And he's like, Yep. And it looks like everyone's names here. We've got Minkus all the way down to Sean. And he's like, and then Sean like looks like surprised because he's like, What? My name's on the card. And uh, he the class ends, I think the bell rings or something like that. They go out into the hallway and then Sean, uh, thanks Minkus for putting his name on the card, even though he didn't give him the money. And Minkus tells him that Corey gave him the money. He told me that this is the money that he owed you. And that deadbeat finally gave it to me or something like that. I don't know. But uh, right.
0: Corey says, Merry Christmas, Minkus.
1: Yeah. Um, Corey's backyard. Next scene. Sean. Uh, Yeah. Sean, yep. Sean comes over And he's brought a gift for, uh, for his friend Corey uh, Corey mentioned that he needed a basketball net So he's brought the net And he's still keeping that basketball though And uh, now the two of them have a basketball And a net so they can play
0: Yep, it's a ratty looking net But it's a net You know, it's vintage
1: And it might even be real nylon As Corey said Ooh. So Corey thanks him And then they start playing some basketball again Everything is fixed They are friends once again
0: the Christmas miracle.
1: Yep. And then from there we go into the living room. Uh Christmas songs are being played on the piano. Corey and Sean get home. It's dinner time. Amy gives uh some cookies for Sean's mom to take home. He leaves. Um and then
0: Knock on the back door.
1: Yeah. A knock on the back door. In comes Feeney. Dressed as Santa Claus and,
0: uh, barely half ass, totally half assed
1: The beard is not even like over his mouth. It's like under his chin. Yeah. He's not even trying really. And,
0: uh, you know,
1: uh, he's just, it's just not a good job. Tells Morgan, uh, that he's all better. He didn't, didn't actually kill him and everything's good
0: to go. They lined up for a picture. Morgan says, Mommy, why why does Santa look like Mr. (laughs) Feeney? That's it. End of
1: episode. Then we get a credit song with uh, Morgan and Amy singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Is that song... That song's not from The Simpsons, like the Batman Smells version? I mean, they definitely do it in The Simpsons. I don't know if that's like the genesis of it. I mean, the name of the episode is Santa's Little Helper, so they were clearly uh, had Simpsons, how about that? Simpsons on the mind. Yeah. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't know if that that's was... That's where the I part. know it from. I mean, I think that's where most people do. I, I don't know if that was the original place it came from, but yeah. very possible. Uh,
1: it's 9.30 now. It's Hanging with Mr. Cooper. This is Season 2, Episode 11. 11. Santa's Got a Brand New Bag is the name of this one. Which one's your favorite?
0: Yeah. Santa's Little Helper.
1: Santa's a little helper um I don't like any of them what is Santa I don't even remember what this reference is in this
0: episode Papa's got a brand new bag I mean that's the that's like the play on the top I mean the whole end with Willie Willie had his bag oh uh, yeah whatever. that's what I would think that they were I guess uh coop and the kids
1: get home they've got a Christmas tree they're great to put that thing up Geneva reminds Nicole that she needs to write Santa a letter Nicole's like did it in class. And she's like, oh, what did you ask for? She's like, I can't tell you. That's that's a um, secret between me and Santa. So now Geneva has no idea what to get Nicole for Christmas. She,
0: right. She's like, God, what, how do I get a letter? She needs
1: a list. Um, they set up the tree. It's crooked. Coop's like, no worries. I got it under control. Here, Tyler, hold this tree. So Tyler just holds the tree. And they're like, what are you going to do when Tyler leaves? And then he wraps Tyler and the tree in one string of lights, like locking them in there.
0: It's like Tyler will not, will not give up his duties. Theme song, come back. Coops.
1: Uh, I don't know if he's opening a gift from like an uncle or something, or if he's rapping it. It's, he's opening. Yeah, he's that's opening. What I thought gifts. he's opening a gift. Don't know where it came from. Maybe someone mailed it to him. But uh... Vanessa comes in. We find out she got a job. That's good, right? Yeah, another job. She's gonna be a gift rapper, which I'm still not sure if that means she's wrapping presents or she's rapping like uh... rhyming. Because well,
0: it's not that clear. I mean, we know that it is. We know that it is rapping gifts. She she does this whole joke about it being, like yo, I'm Vanessa. And, and I'm here to say, yeah. let me wrap your paper around that.
1: Hey, I don't know if that's a threat, but it's probably, it's about that bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's got a job. Coop says, uh, oh man, I wish I could go away for Christmas. Like you guys do sometimes. And my mom always wants me to come home for Christmas and wear all these red pajamas and do all this stuff. And I just eat wanna... cereal. Yeah. And then his mom calls, what do you know she's going on a cruise this year so he can do whatever he wants
0: yeah like she is on the cruise she's like i'm out you hear see the horn you, of the boat 1994 over the phone. bud and uh
1: he then coop then flips now he's now he's depressed he, he's he's upset now that he doesn't have any family around for christmas even though like seconds like, before he talked about not wanting him
0: around right but now was like We'll just do a big party at our house. We'll invite all the friends over. Let's invite Um,
1: all of our friends over for Christmas Eve. We'll have a great time. And Coop's like, well, we need a bigger TV. And she's like, and then we can all together buy a new TV. And he can. A 19 inch TV. 19. Then they go to 25. And then eventually they go to the uh, step by step size.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, Next scene is in the living room. Coop is in front of this brand new TV. Uh, Vanessa comes in, turns it off because she's got some important information to tell Coop. She's upset. She just found out she's getting laid off after Christmas. This is just a holiday job. Poor thing. I know. She'll never have a permanent job. Uh, Geneva and Nicole get home. Nicole accidentally pulled off Santa's beard while she was visiting him. And now she does not believe in Santa anymore.
0: Well, It'll take some time.
1: She goes upstairs. Geneva's worried that Nicole's Christmas has been ruined Coop tries to turn the TV back on, and it appears that this brand new TV is now broken. It will not turn back on.
0: I just think he can't he can't really figure out how it works, but
1: Coop, it's uh, that button on the top.
0: I mean, back then TV's I don't know, where TV's more or less you kind of, could you kind of plug it in and go, right? If yeah. it came with its own remote. Yeah. I mean, he's it, not switching between like this is UHF the thing, it was UHF.
1: working before she turned it off. It just like it doesn't work anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true that's true there's like a flash of lightning here i think i think that's what well what happens here this whole tv thing just frustrates him and he says i hate christmas and that's when lightning crashes the christmas tree falls christmas spirit has been lost in this house nicole doesn't believe in christmas mark hates christmas it's all just not just not worth it move on move on get us to get us to new year's yeah what, where are we
1: at time wise? Christmas Eve yet? No. We're probably a few days before Christmas no, Eve. No, we're not, we're not quite there yet. A few days, right? Yeah. If she's on the cruise for the holiday, it can't be that long of a cruise. Anyways, uh, next scene is Coop getting home at some point and uh, he sees someone sitting on the couch. He figures it's the TV repairman. His name's Willie and he's uh, also eating Coop's pizza. That's right. And then uh, I think he goes into the other room for something, and then Geneva comes in and tells Coop that, uh, yeah, Willie is, uh, I invited him to stay for Christmas, too, and he's like, what?
0: What are you doing? Well, we also find out that he's a cousin.
1: Uh, yeah, we also find out here that Willie is actually her cousin, and uh, Coop's like, we can't let him stay. We. I know what happened when I let you stay for the weekend. Look at you. You're here now. It's never, it's never just going to be a couple days, but he does agree. And then she throws in a whole bunch of other names. Oh, yeah, PJ's coming over, too. Oh, yeah, Mr. White's coming over, too. I'm like, he's like, oh, man, this Christmas is going to suck.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: we go in the kitchen. Geneva's cooking. I think it's Christmas Eve now. Like, we're there. Party That's fair. Party's happening in like an hour or two, uh, maybe sooner. Coop's looking for his cookies that uh, his mom sent from the, uh, from the cruise. Geneva's trying to get Nicole to believe in Santa again. Geneva also gave Willie the cookies that Coop is looking for from his mom. And then Willie comes in wearing one of Coop's suits. Coop's like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing my suit? Take that thing off right now. He takes it off right there in the kitchen. And then he's wearing his light up Christmas underwear as
0: well. Mark's light up Christmas underwear. Yeah.
1: Mark's light up Christmas underwear.
0: Mark's like, get out, leave. Get out of this
1: house. I don't want you here. And off Willie goes out the back door.
0: What was he wearing when he left? just underwear Coop's underwear underwear and like a t-shirt <sighs> uh it's california i don't know how it gets it i guess
1: at this point too geneva has now burnt the turkey that was going to be for dinner ruined the pie dripped all over the pies underneath and coop is just sad and goes to his room
0: yeah this is just pitiful 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 christmas
1: uh, we show Coop in his room. Nicole comes in, looking for Willie, talking about how nice Willie was and how important he is to her. Especially after finding out that Santa Claus isn't real, that Willie is the next best thing. But Coop cannot tell her that he kicked her out of the house. Kicked him out of. The
0: but house. also now we kind of Mar- Mark's kind of like kind of you see him start to think. Well, I gotta go. I gotta go find this guy. Yeah. Now. I gotta get him. I Which gotta get him back.
1: Is emphasized by the sad music that plays as we head out of the scene.
0: Does your kid still believe in Santa? Yes. She's not going to listen to this. She might. She's Never. She has an iPad. But she does not spend her time listening to your podcast. Look, look at the number. She has to. (laughs) Okay.
1: Everyone's listening. Santa's real, Quincy. That's why we're writing a book. Uh, Later, uh, Coop gets home. He was out looking for Willie. Couldn't find him anywhere. And what do you know? Then Willie and Nicole walk in the room.
0: Come on in the
1: kitchen. Isn't he wearing Coop's clothes again?
0: Oh, I didn't even notice. I think
1: I think they mention it. Like he's got more. I think Coop says like, "Yeah, just keep wearing my shorts. It's fine." Is it
0: such a weird character, and and it only gets weirder? I really didn't have much. I didn't really know what to expect. It's about to get real weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, all the guests start showing up, uh, including Thaddeus yeah. White.
0: Who do we know, Thaddeus? He's he's with the he's the principal of the other school. So remember him and PJ had the big rivalry no, around the basketball game? No, that's not game? him. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't think so. I thought that guy was a lot older. I'm pretty sure that's him. I'm pretty sure that Thaddeus is the guy that has like a, I, has like a rivalry with it
1: makes PJ. makes sense, but I feel like they got a new actor or something. Like, this seems like someone different to me. But anyways, Thaddeus shows I'm, up. I'm going to find out. I'm pretty sure it's, it's the same. That's dude, fine. But. Thaddeus shows up. He sees Vanessa. Vanessa sees Thaddeus, and it appears it is love at first sight with these two. I mean, it's all over it. Everything. They have everything in common. She He invites her to a concert on New Year's, and uh,
0: yeah. Probably an Aerosmith concert.
1: No, some dude I never I'm even joking. heard I like of.
0: I'm joking. Uh, of course it's not Aerosmith. Uh,
1: now I want to know who it was. It was like, I got Walter Conkrite tickets. Not Walter Conkrite either. It's the first name I came up with.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Into the living room. And I wrote down, who the heck are all these people? There are. (laughs) I
0: didn't write that down, but I thought that too. I wrote it (laughs) down. There's like 10 people in there we've never seen before. You can divide
1: this room into three sections. There's the couch, which we know everyone on the couch. And then there's the left side of the room and the right side of the room. About an even amount of people. I know everyone on the left side. I don't know anyone on the right side of this room. And right. they, they all just start singing Christmas carols in the living room. I mean, I guess they're just singing extras, but I don't know if that was really needed.
0: Okay, so this guy is, so Thaddeus is like the assistant principal, I think. So he works at the same school as them. He Because this first episode okay. was the episode where... Um, We've seen him like walking through the office a couple times. Where him and PJ, like, so PJ shows up, he shows up. And then Mark, there's that whole scene where Mark has to dress up, like dresses up like PJ to pretend to talk to yeah, uh, uh, what's his name, Sherman Helmsley. That was his first episode. So he's
1: the assistant. So he's like principal. the
0: assistant principal. He's like the assistant principal of the school.
1: Okay, um, not sure how Vanessa's never seen him before, but that's fun. I thought
0: that was a little yeah, that that was a little strange to me as well. But. Uh, all these random people start singing Christmas carols. But wait, hold on. So, I'm sorry. I know I interrupted, but like, you're gonna bring back like Benny or Skeet or like cat like what keith was it keith that was yeah, getting they have a couple friends. weeks ago
1: these people have I friends i know i'm
0: pretty sure vanessa had like eight people over one on one episode hanging out this, this seemed bring invite back what's her face from the first episode or let's first just season. put like
1: six white people in this house that make no sense <laughs> right
0: yeah none of that made sense all
1: right so but we do get one good thing out of this we get an incredible raven simone singing solo this girl well her
0: and her and a PJ both really tear the house down here
1: they do so that's what this whole scene is just them singing and uh coop's still showing that he's a little bummed that he's not with his family right. right uh next scene it's more singing it's the end of the night coop is sending these random people home now uh Tyler's leaving and coop stops Tyler before uh he said before he leaves and he's like hey Merry Christmas gives him a skateboard you think he's a good skateboard? He probably is, right? I'm going to ask him one day if probably we were talking. to him. You don't need...
0: I mean, kids don't need... He's you, you, fine. It's probably a good skateboard.
1: No, I think it is a good skateboard. I'm worried right the skateboard. I just want to know I mean, if... I don't uh, know. I just want to know if the uh, actor that plays Tyler can actually skateboard. We can ask him. Yeah, we'll get him on one day. Um, Vanessa is leaving with Thaddeus. They're going off together. Yeah, uh, they're
0: done. I mean, they're done. They're... She, we, she might not even come back.
1: Uh, Willie's already gone, right? Because he's like I think Coop's looking for Willie and like someone yep. says he's already gone. So pretty much everyone's out of the house now except for Geneva and Coop, and I think And really
0: Mark. Yeah, I think it's just the two of them. And maybe mm-hmm.
1: uh Nicole's upstairs or something at this point, I think. Yeah. Sitting they're sitting on the couch and then what do you know? The TV starts working. And on the TV a message for nicole from santa claus from willie right now this is where weird things happen
0: yeah this is this is a halloween episode is this
1: this a pre-recorded uh message from willie that's
0: what i thought that's what i thought was gonna happen i thought this was gonna be something they set up i don't know
1: um nicole goes off the bed And, uh, the message from Willie says, Merry Christmas to y'all and all y'all good night. And, uh, Coop realizes how thankful he is for Willie and uh, everything that he's done for Nicole. And then Willie pops back up on the TV, which signifies this is not a recorded message. Something's happening here. Either we've got a live broadcast of Willie from the garage or Willie's a ghost. Willie really does a bunch
0: of stuff here, though, that you're kind of glossing over. Like Willie has Nicole's letter from school and tells tells Geneva like what's in the letter. Like she wants these, um, um uh, what a telescope and a and these fish, fish shoes or whatever they are. And she's like, I didn't know that. I didn't buy her a telescope and fish uh, fish slippers. And he's like, look in the bag. And they look in the bag and there's telescope and fish slippers. And then yeah. look in the bag and there's the mango cookies that we're missing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So all this weird stuff. Willie's a ghost, right?
0: Willie's a ghost. That's all I got. Well, and then Geneva's like, she's like, so he ends up going back off the TV. And then Geneva's like, man, she's like, everything worked out. She's like, I just wish I had. Or what? Mark's like, what? Are, I got what peace are you and quiet. Geneva? That's all
1: I wanted. But I should have asked yeah. for a man.
0: I should have asked for a man. And then there's a knock on the door. And Mark hands her a bottle of like champagne and something else. That she like lays out on the couch, and that's when it that's when it cuts. So we never see who's on the other side of the door. Um, I mean, you got to assume it's some man for Geneva. It's a
1: man for Geneva. Hopefully not Willie, because that guy's a ghost. Ghost go right through her.
0: Did he? Did he touch anyone in this episode? I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to go back and watch it, knowing that he's a ghost to see. But they interact with him the entire time. I mean, they're talking to him. He's wearing clothes. He's touching stuff. He's can, you doing see a ghost? Like... can
1: you see a ghost reflection in a mirror? Uh,
0: there's no rules. They're not real. It doesn't, I don't Do to sure. have no. reflections. Yes. No, I don't know. This is important. Depends on the movie. Then I can I look do... around for mirrors. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that they I, don't, I doubt that the producer, the directors, producers, creators of the show took Edited that into the mirrors account. Out? Yeah. I don't think that, you know, well honestly i think what you'll find is most sitcoms don't even have mirrors that's just it creates too many issues with cameras stuff. being in reflection yeah so there's typically not mirrors in in most sets
1: ghosts have video cameras
0: yeah i mean it depends like Some sometimes you can see the ghost like in paranormal activity you can see that you can't see the ghost sometimes and sometimes you can see the ghost depending on mm. yeah, it depends does the ghost want to be seen i don't know
1: i'm real confused Uh, that's the end of the episode, though. We do get a credit scene here as well with, uh, Coop on the phone with his mom. And he's asking her about Willie on the phone. He's like, he's trying to dig in. He's like, I don't get this ghost guy. What's going on? And, uh, we find out from his mom that Willie actually died the day Coop was born. This is crazy.
0: We should have brought this up in the Halloween episode. This
1: should have been the Halloween episode. Yeah. Maybe. I'm hmm. I mean, I'm assuming we don't get another Willie episode.
0: I'd, I'd be surprised if we did. Uh,
1: so that's kind of like where it ends. But then they throw in like another like singing outtake from the party with uh, PJ and everyone singing. Um,
0: a lot, a lot of a lot of Raven's moon.
1: Yeah, and this is more like Churchy singing. That's what I got out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There. but that's it that's the end of the week that's our four episodes um i think i know where you're going with number one i
0: think do you because i don't No, you don't i don't know man this was it was weird like sure i love that they did all christmas episodes but there was a lot of like and i guess there's a lot of themes in christmas episodes throughout all of television history right but like the family matters and the and and the um uh, Hang, Mr. Cooper. We're both like people were really down on Christmas being bah humbug and as soon as they started list. to like come around, things were okay. Go ahead, go.
1: Maybe surprising because I love a guest. I, uh, I love a guest star, will Surprise me. Here. Step by step in a number four this week. <laughs> I got number four, I got Cooper. Number three. Okay. Um, I like the ghost stuff. Family Matters. I have a number two. Y- you know, I love a good uh, different set. That train did it for me. And then number one, I put Boy Meets World. Um, I think we get the emotional side going on with mm-hmm. the whole uh, Sean stuff, and uh, kind of digging into that character a little bit more stuff <laughs> we don't know. And uh, that's where I went. Four step by step, three Coop, Family Matters at two, and Boy Meets World at one.
0: All right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little controversial here. Uh, because I had, I did read online that the Boy Meets World episode is considered like one of the best Christmas episodes in television, like of TV, not just Boy Meets World, but of TV. It is number one on my list. Um, I'm putting it at four. What? Putting, I'm putting it at four. Unheard of. I just don't think it, I just didn't, I feel like the kind of message was a little bit forced. Um, it did have a lot of, it was emotional, it was great, blah, blah, blah. Sean and Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to put it at four. And I'm going to put, Hanging with Mr. Cooper at three. Okay. Where are you putting this step by step? Well, that's where I'm a little bit sworn. Like I liked, I liked, I liked the, the Barney Fife, the thief, the whole thing. I thought that yeah. was great, but I do we've like seen, that's family. We've matter. seen
1: a lot of episodes of characters being locked in jail.
0: Yeah, we have probably that same jail. Um, So I'm going to put that at two. That family matters episode. That has been, a that episode has stuck with me ever since I was a kid. I remember that episode as like, a definitive Family Matters episode from when I was a child. Um, so I, I think I, I'm going to put that one at one. All right. Well, I, 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 that's what I thought I like you were putting number one. Actually, look, they were all fun Christmas episodes. I thought it was a little repetitive. I got sick of them singing songs in every episode. But you know, it's Christmas, and it was great. It was. It's Christmas. Holiday episodes are fun.
1: Hey, I'm going to put a request out there right now. After you guys hear us rank the episodes, if you want to rank your episodes, send them to us. You can comment yeah. on Facebook or anywhere you want on social media, or send us an email. Tell us what you think was the best episode this right. week.
0: We'll make it a chapter in our book. What did the what did our what did our listeners think of the Christmas episodes in 1993?
1: December sixth, 2023, we uh, put out this request when we recorded episode 221, and no one responded. So
0: <laughs> that's when we realized.
1: December 9th, we stopped it.
0: <laughs> that was the last episode. Um, <laughs> uh what do we got
1: on next week more episodes
0: well, have Full, full, it's not week, full like week. why not put the christmas episodes next week i have no idea i don't know what they were thinking like i said maybe next week will be like hanukkah or something i doubt uh, it <laughs> who knows uh or new year's eve episodes um because we don't have anything after that for the rest of the year so anyways family matters season five episode 12 step by step season three episode 12 boy meets world season one Episode 11, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Season 2, Episode 12. Thank you, Danny, for the theme song again this week. Thank you, Danny. Appreciate it. TGIFcast at gmail.com if you
1: want to email us anything at TGIFcast at all social media. Four new episodes next week. We don't know what they're about, but we will talk about them.
0: We also t- will take submissions for book covers. Um, we won't pay you anything. We'll use it without paying you. Like we'll designs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, book cover designs. Uh-huh. Um, but it, we're totally just going to take it. So yeah. don't expect anything from us except we love we'll not paying name. you guys. So anything we'll put your you can name like somewhere on the inside of the book. Like thanks, Danny, for the for the cover, uh-huh. but we didn't pay. Um, you know, if you get like a picture of me and Steve, like like with our arms crossed and our backs to each other, like kind of leaning on each other, that that would be cool. Will you accept AI work? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll accept anything. Yeah. Do you you hear the kind of songs we accept? I'll accept anything. Um, I'm not saying we'll use everything. Obviously, we can't use it unless we do multiple. Oh, That'd be good. We should use all oh, of them. We're going like, to Taylor Swift like, it like multiple. Yeah, multiple editions. So we can like sell multiple copies to the same people. I think Keith will buy one of each. Keith, yeah. Maybe Luis will. Yeah, you guys should yeah. buy one of each.
1: There's going to be 11.
0: Well, we'll see. It depends how many submissions. We Wait, make. how many
1: seasons of uh, this podcast is there going to be? 10. All right. 10 different ten different book covers.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Should we do 10 different books, like one for each season?
1: It's probably a good idea. Sell more, make more money. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're on it.
0: Have a good week, Steve. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. You got it, dude.
0: It's Friday night. the moon is right. We're going to have some fun. Show you how it's done. podcast.